Blog Talk Radio. I'm Lori Baker. Today's interview is with Christy Ferris. Christy joins us to talk about the new docuseries called Queens of Drama, where she will be working with other celebrity actresses such as Donna Mills, Vanessa Marcel, Crystal Hunt, Lindsay Hartley, and Hunter Tylo to produce their own primetime series. The show will premiere on the same night as the Daytime Emmy Awards on April 26, 7 p.m. Pacific Time on Pop TV. She also tells us about her faith-based film, Steps of Faith, which is currently touring the country in various film festivals, and she also teaches business of acting seminars for aspiring students. And here is Christy. So we have Queens of Drama coming on the air on April 26th on the Pop Channel after the Daytime Uh Emmys. It's an exciting show with all these different actresses from um, daytime and primetime. Tell us a little bit about your experience and what the show is about. Well, first of all, just working with these beautiful ladies that I've admired um, my whole entire life was just, um, you know, like like the Donna Mills and, uh, you know, the Joan Collins and all that. I mean, being able to work with them after growing up, watching them and feeling like, wow, I want to be them one day. Um, Getting a chance to spend time with them and getting to know them has just been, I mean, just a blessing and a joy and and you know it, it had it up up and down moments, but um, but overall, I mean, you know, you have to respect you know these ladies. I mean, it's it's just amazing. And then having the opportunity to work with other women who are in this business, and you know, working towards creating a a, a TV show is you know it's it's exciting. It's there's a little bit of fear there. There's you know you really have to put yourself. Um, put yourself out there and challenge yourself to make sure, hey, let me make sure that I can follow through with what I say that I want to do. So uh, so it's, you know, it's been a journey. It's been a journey over um, over the time that we were working together. So, Well, have you had experience before uh, with working uh, with reality TV, which seems like this show will be kind of a, a, a docu-series? Yeah, doc- yeah, yeah, docu-series. Um, no, this is the first time that I've ever done anything like that. So uh, so that it was different. It was definitely different. You're really working, um, you know, towards a goal, and you happen to have cameras that are following you. So it's, um, you know, after a while when you're, when you're really in it, you sometimes kind of forget that they're even there, you know, because you're just, you're in the moment, you're handling your business. And so, um, but yeah, it's definitely different. I'm used to, you know, I'm I'm used to doing, you know, scripted TV shows where I don't have to play myself. I get to play someone else, and I don't have to worry about people judging who I am <laughs> and my, you know, my reactions to things. You know, it's I get I get to be someone else, and so this is a little different. That you know, you're you're seeing you know the Christy Ferris, too. You know, so it's it's different, but. Again, um, 
you know, I, I get to I get to do what I love. I knew what I wanted to do when I was four years old. You know, I sought after my dreams. My mom um, and my family were very supportive. Um, they always made sure that we had the opportunities presented to us. If this is what we wanted to do in life, then they were going to make sure that we made it happen. My parents, they've always been very supportive, but my mom is the one who took care of me primarily, and uh, and she made sure that we were always at the best schools and made sure that, you know, whatever we needed to fulfill our dreams, she was going to provide. And then I went to Emerson College in Boston, Massachusetts, which was an excellent performing arts communication school, and then I moved to L.A. and booked seven shows in six months. You know, I was just on fire. I just knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to go to college. I wanted to go to school for acting. People thought, oh, that's not very smart to do. You should get a different type of degree. You should get a communications degree. And I was like, yeah, but I don't understand. That's what I want to do. So why would I veer off and do something else? And, um, you know, just like when I went to college, I didn't even – you know, I didn't have the money to go to school. I didn't know anything about applying for schools. I basically ended up at Emerson College because my friend, <laughs> I was like, what school are you applying to? And he was like, oh, I'm going to Emerson. You know, I'm applying to Emerson College. So I was like, oh, okay. And I researched Emerson and put in an application. And right on the spot when I had my audition, um, you know, prior to that, let me just say this, the one of my counselors basically told me that, you know, I had a 2% chance of getting into Emerson because my SAT scores were not uh, high enough and uh, my GPA wasn't high enough uh, at the time. And he was like, yeah, you have a 2% chance of getting into the school. And then when I went for the audition for Emerson College, the uh, the head of the department, Michael Nash at that time, the head of uh, the musical theater department or the performing arts department, theater department, he was like, what do I have to do to get you to Emerson College? So he literally told me that right on the side of 900 students auditioned um, for that school, and I was one of them that got in. I think only I think only 28 were selected into the musical theater um, department, and I was one of the 28. Uh, and then, um, you know, I ended up having like a 3.8 grade point average, and and you know, I I'm, I'm, didn't have the money to go to school. And I just kept going to class until they were, I was like, hey, you know, I don't have money, so help me out. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going to class until you, until you, you know, give me more money. And so, you know, some of them were loans and so forth, but it was worth it. It was, it was all worth it. I'm, I'm glad. It was a wonderful experience, and I still to this day keep in touch with a lot of the teachers and the mentors that I gained from that college. And now I'm very active at Emerson College. We have an L.A. program. Um, and so I, I spend time with a lot of the students that I go back and I give and speak about my business of acting class that I teach, which is basically teaching the kids the business side of acting. There's a lot of talent out there, a lot of lots and lots of talent. You know, they say over 10,000, you know, people come to L.A. to become actors, but, you know, far and few between actually get into the business. And, and like I said earlier, I booked seven shows in six months. So, you know, I got into the business very quickly, but how did I do that? And so I teach students how to do that. Um, I also live in, in um, Atlanta, Georgia as well. And as soon as I moved there, I started booking right away. Um, 
I just booked a pilot called Game of Silence that I'll be shooting next week. It's been a a whirlwind, but I I truly feel blessed. And and anybody out there who has a goal, you know, I just say, you know, don't, don't have any fear. You know, you only get one life, and one life is all you need if you do it right. You've got you to just go for it, despite what other people say. You know, and, and your mind is your, is your ally. It's not your enemy. So tell your mind what you want it to think and what you want it to believe. And if you do that, you can get far. You know, it's not easy. We all have struggles. You know, we all have our up, up and down moments, which I've had plenty. But I just was determined and persistent. And one thing that I did know was that I knew from, four, from the year that I was, you know, I could even remember or I knew that I was supposed to be an actor and I just, I never gave up. Well, that's wonderful advice. And uh, it's so great that you, you know, you're taking your experience and using it uh, to teach and to help other people. Uh, With all this experience you've had, because you you have a very prolific uh, resume with all the different television shows you've done and the theater that you've done. Do you consider that like experience for like for the show Queens of Drama, if you're pitching your own TV show or going out there to the business, like you were saying, the business of acting, the business of, you know, getting the show together, do you feel like your experience is sort of preparing you for this challenge to to do that? Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> this is definitely a new territory. I mean, I've produced um, my my one woman show was directed by Lois Roach, uh, who's the Emmy Award winner out of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, she actually is an Emerson alumni as well. But you know, I produced my own one woman show that I've been touring around the country, and that was definitely a new experience for me. We went through a strike in 2008, a writer strike, and you know, we were not working for, geez, you know, no one in the industry worked for nine months. And I had been spoiled to a certain degree because I I always worked. I was always a working actor. And when it came to a halt, it made me go, wow, I really should tap into something new. And also, too, you know, it was it was it was time for me to challenge myself to do to be better and to grow more. And I wanted to step into a a territory of learning how to direct and write and produce. I believe that everything that I've been through and all of the the theater and the film and the television and getting a chance to work with Ted Lange from Love Boat, we do a lot of plays together. And um, we actually have another play that's going to be here in Los Angeles um, in May and June of uh, at, at a theater called Theater Theater in Los Angeles on Pico. So we're going to be doing that. But having the opportunity to work with him and watch him direct, you know, all those experiences are now, I feel like I'm old enough and mature enough to create my own projects. And that's where I am. I started off doing the theater, which is my one-woman show, which is quite funny. It's called um, (laughs) In Search of O's, about waiting until marriage at 27 to have sex and the fantasy versus the reality of that experience, which was my life uh, experience of waiting until marriage and thinking, oh, my God, is this what sex is really about? And <laughs> do I really have to do this again? And and then realizing that it comes from having a connection, not it doesn't come from what I think it comes from. So touring that around and getting amazing feedback and people saying, oh, my God, this is so great. I, You know, I want to come back again. I want to bring my wife or I want to bring my best friend or I want to bring my mom or – I want to bring my, you know, my teenage daughter to come see this. 
that right there let me know that, wow, I, I do have, I am more than just an actor. And at the time, I didn't know that I was more than just an actor. And so all of that experience has brought me to this place of working with these ladies on Queens of Drama to be able to create our own show. Because all of us, we're at a place where we want to create, create, create characters that we want to play and we want to do something different than just be an actor or the sexy girl that's on TV. We want to be a little bit more. And there's nothing wrong with being sexy, but we, want, we just want to create something a little bit different and do something different and leave a legacy, you know, for the next generation. Uh, so when the opportunity came up to do this, I said, oh, of course, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon and, you know, I want to create and write my own projects. So let's see what we can come up with. It sounds really exciting. You were talking about uh, Ted Lange working with mm-hmm. him, and uh, you're also in the movie together uh, called Steps of Faith. Could you tell us a little yeah. bit about that movie? So uh, let me just do a little back history about Ted Lange. <clears throat> For the people who don't know who he is, he played Isaac on Love Boat. We met on a whim. Somebody decided that they didn't want to show up to um, host this event with him. And they asked, I was actually doing a business of acting class, and um, they stopped me and said, Christy, can you host this event with Ted Lange? And I was like, sure. So we got a chance to host the NAACP Theater Awards together. And what ended up happening, he called me out of the blue and said, hey, you know, do you want to come and do this reading with me for this play called George Washington's Boy, which is a historical piece set during slavery? And I was like, okay, sure. From that moment, I have done pretty much all his plays. Most, the, the one that I'm most proud of is called Lady Patriot, which is about a young lady um, set in the 1800s, real person named Mary Bowser, who is, she was a free woman and decides to go back into slavery to be a slave at Jefferson Davis's house. And she was a spy, and she had a photogenic memory. So she was passing information over to the Union. The story had never been told before. It's now starting to get told, but she's an amazing character, and I had the opportunity to play, um, to play her in Ted's play. So when, right after we were doing that play, um, uh, I got a phone call asking, you know, what I'd like to be in this movie called Steps of Faith. And I was like, well, sure. And I read the script and I was like, hey, you know, did you guys cast the, the parents yet? You know, and he was, you know, the director and Legend Brown was like, no, we haven't. I said, I have the perfect people. Like, you, you have to see them. And so I called Ted and I said, Ted, I have this role for you. Would you be interested? Do you have the time? And he was like, sure, whatever you need. So he said yes, and then uh, Tracy Ross, who played my mom on Passion, you know, she was, she's, she's retired, she's, you know, traveling the world in her RV, and next thing you know, I called her and I said, hey, you know, do you want to play this role? She's like, you know, I retired. I was like, yes. She was like, whatever you need, babe, whatever you need. You need me to play your mom, let's do it. And so she jumped on board, and we shot this film in seven days, a full-length feature film, which was probably the most difficult thing I've ever done. I'm in pretty much every single scene except for maybe two scenes in the whole entire movie. And um, I have to say it was the best experience I ever had. I mean, I got a ch- chance to work with Charles Malik Whitfield, who's on um, 
a Tyler Perry show right now. I got a chance to work with Tracy again, who played my mom on Passions, of course, Ted, and beautiful actress named Gail. I mean, Irma P. Hall, who was in the movie Soul Food. I mean, all of these great actors. Um, it, it was probably one of the most best, you know, the, the, the most incredible experience that I've ever had playing the lead in a production. And right now we are on tour, uh, traveling around the country. We're in 16 different festivals, uh, Miami, Boston in June. We'll be in North Carolina, Wilmington, Charlotte, uh, Oklahoma, I mean, Austin, Seattle, all these wonderful places. We're going to hit all of these different states, and, and we're really excited because this film, not only is it a labor of love, but, you know, a lot of people who come to the movie, they're like, wow, this is so incredible. It's so great to be able to bring, to have a movie that I can actually bring my kids and not have to worry about, oh, shut your eyes, or you know, turn your head, anything like that, you basically can watch this movie, enjoy it, and feel the love and not have to worry about there's a love story that's in it as well. And you, I feel like you can tell a story, a love story, without showing all of the, the sex and the lovemaking and so forth. You know, and that was the great thing about having this film is that we can do that. We can show the love the romantic um, side of it without doing all the extra stuff. And, and that way you can bring your kids to see the movie. It is a faith-based film as well, but the great thing that I love about it is that a lot of people that came, they were like, oh, wow, you know, you guys didn't beat us over the head with it. And we had some people who were Muslim that came to see the film, and they're like, no, I loved it. I didn't feel like you guys were beating me over the head about it. And, you know, it's just a love story and, and a family faith based story and, and people love it. And you could purchase the DVDs at um, stepsoffaithmovie.com. Um, and we're really trying to do a, um, a big, huge push for it because they're saying that there is no market for um, African-American, you know, romantic family faith stories. You know, they said people don't want to see that, which is um, unfortunate I in no way, shape, or form believe that that's true. And so we're doing a big, huge push to show this industry that there is a market for that. People do want to see it so that they will distribute the film and either put it in, um, you know, in the theaters or, you know, get distribution behind it so we can get it out there on TV and stuff. One of the uh, credits that you give among, you know, Emerson College and stuff, you, I thought you also credit the pastor of your church as being one of your mm-hmm. influences. How do you feel like your faith has helped you in your career? I remember when I first moved to Los Angeles and, you know, being a, a, a woman of faith, a Christian woman, um, I remember being afraid when I first moved here, being afraid to share, you know, my beliefs. You know, I was like, oh, I remember being on Passions. And I think like the second or the third week I was on the show, um, I just felt like God told me to, to to pray with one of my, you know, um, one of the stars on the show. And I remember being so afraid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What am I doing? You know, I'm going to get fired. And so I ended up doing it. I was being obedient. Heart is beating super fast. Being obedient. Prayed with her. And she didn't even say anything because she was in the corner crying. And I just, 
went over, touched her back, prayed with her. And then I, I walked away because she didn't say anything. And then I would say about a month later, I get a phone call from the head of casting, the producers, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, what did I do? Am I getting fired already? I've only been on the show a month and a half. So I go upstairs, and I, you know, they, they pull me to the side, and they said, hey, listen, um, you know, such and such is um, uh, parents called me. We just found out that um, such and such is uh, uncle died, and they want you to be there with this particular actor uh, when they share the news. And I was, like, stunned. I was like, me? But, you know, I'm sure that there's other people that this actor knows that, you know, that they probably have a better relationship, but they were like, no, they wanted you. Well, what ended up happening was this particular actor shared with their parents what I did. And so the parents called me and, and wanted me to be there. And I just remember being so honored, and I was so grateful that I was obedient to what God told me to do. Um, and from that moment, this particular actor uh, gave their life to Christ and um, just really became a devout Christian. And, 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 you know, all I did was just be a light. And that was the one thing that I have always learned. I never pushed my religion on anyone. All I can do is be an example, be a light, and allow them to do whatever, make the choices that they make. You know, I have friends that are in, you know, so many different religions, and a lot of times when they're going through things, I'm like, hey, listen, you pray, you pray to your God, I'll pray to my God, and, you know, we'll, let's just pray. Let's just pray and, and seek um, wisdom in this situation. And a lot of them are, are pretty thankful for that, and Again, all I could do is be an example, but um, this industry, they know, they know I'm a Christian, you know, and, and Bishop Ulmer really, um, which is my pastor here in Los Angeles, Kenneth B. Ulmer at Faithful Central Bible Church, he just pulled me to the side when I was really young, just got in the business, and he took me under his wing, and he mm-hmm. said, listen, you know, you're here to be a light. When you're, when you're on set, you booked it for a reason. You know, you're there to minister, and, and you do it in your own way you know, and and that's what I did, you know. So it was people like him and Brad Lamack from Emerson College. He was my professor. He really taught me the business of acting, which is why I jumped into the business so fast. And then I had Steve Harvey who pulled me to the side and said, listen, let me tell you about this business and, and how to keep your integrity. And because of those three people in my life, I am where I am today, you know, I, I, and that was – you know, geez, man, that was like like 18 years ago, and I still keep I still keep all of that in the back of my head. I keep their wisdom in the back of my head, and it's gotten me far, which is now why I teach the business of acting because I want to pass on to the next generation how to keep their integrity, how to jump into this business fast, and how to use your gifts and your um, you know your gifts, your faith to help others while you're in this business. Well, it's wonderful that, you know, aside from being the actress, that you're helping people with teaching, with being the light. Uh, I've all seen that you've, you've been involved with uh, different projects, such as mentoring in women's prisons and traveling the world as an ambassador speaking to people. Do you have other projects mm-hmm. like that along those lines that you're currently working on? 
Uh, right now, my main focus has been um, doing the business of acting classes. So um, that's been my main focus in working with kids because I, I work with individual students as well, um, not just on the on the college level. Um, I work with individual students, so that has been seems to be my calling at this moment. But I did spend time, you know, working with teens at homeless shelters and. I worked at a women's prison, volunteered at a women's prison for two years. I actually keep in contact with one of them who's doing extremely well. She was a lifer. Um, she had been in jail for 20 years. And uh, I actually wrote a letter on her behalf um, because I felt like if she had a second opportunity, uh, she would she would do well. And so she did get out, and she's doing extremely well and started her own business and you know, but it's those little seeds that we were able to plant in her life that has taken her where she is now. Um, and I, those moments for me were life-changing, and they were helpful for me because when you serve other people, when you help other people, when you can bless other people in any way, shape, or form, it helps you. It helps you to grow, and it helps your own faith in yourself. You know, you, it's like whatever you've learned in your life, giving it to other people, it just is your own belief. So um, giving people a second chance, for instance, working with the one in prison, helped me to give myself a second chance when I wanted to beat myself up. You know, you can't preach that to someone else and then not do it yourself. So um, seeing her get back on her feet helped me to get back on my feet when I had downtime. Um so those moments I'll I'll never ever ever forget. And even traveling overseas, um, you know, I traveled to South Africa and did an acting workshop out there. And the those students out there were amazing. I was like, you guys are better than us. You know? <laughs> you know? and, and I loved it because, um, you know, it, the great thing about traveling the world. I just got back from. Um, from Canada, we screened the film in Canada as well, um, in Toronto and Markham. You know, we we always think that we're separate, we're different, whether it's religion or race or whatever. And one of the great things about traveling over there and having these talks with different people and, and seeing their experiences, the one thing that I learned through everything and in life that is probably the most important thing is that we're all the same. We all have the same hurts. We all have the same fears. We all have the same issues and family issues and career issues and self-esteem, self-esteem issues. We all have the same thing. It doesn't matter what color, what race, what religion we are. We're, we need to learn how to stick together. You know, we all have the same hurts. And so if, if we remember that, I think we can, we can all get along. No <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> That's so inspiring and beautiful. Uh, so uh, you were telling me you have a pilot that you were working on. Of course, you have the movie, and we have Queens of Drama. Is there anything else that uh, you're working on that you haven't told us about that you can tell us about? Yeah. Um, so I have, of course, the one-woman show I talked about in Search of that I'm also touring. I'll be doing a couple of performances this year as well. And then um, – I'm doing a new play with Ted Lange. Um, of course, that's uh, going to be at Theater Theater. Um, 
the Journals of Osborne. And then Lady Patriot is going to pick back up again. We're going to do that in North Carolina uh, at Fisk, and I'm sorry, in Nashville, Tennessee, at Fisk University in October. It's going to be October 2nd through the 4th. Uh, that is probably one of my biggest joys. You know, I talked about it earlier. I'm super excited about that because that play is, and I just love it. Mary Bowser, this woman who, she was so brave. And I'm just looking forward to uh, hitting the stage again and doing that. Um, and then I guess just the last, I just want to, a few of the festivals that we're going to be at again, because now I have the list and I'm not just doing it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I'll be in Charlotte Black Film Festival, which is uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Saturday, April 11th. I'll also be teaching the business of the acting class uh, at 9 a.m. And then the Steps of Faith screening is going to be at 3.30. World Fest Houston International Film Festival in Houston, Texas. That's going to be Sunday, April 12th. We have the Langston Hughes Film Festival in Seattle, Washington, April 11th through the 19th. The Bare Bones Film Festival, um, Mesquite, uh, Oklahoma. (laughs) That's going to be Friday, April 17th at 6 p.m. We're also nominated for several awards for that. The Attic Film Festival, Austin, Texas, Saturday, April 25th at 11 a.m. Las Vegas Black Film Festival is going to be April 25th. The Women's International Film Festival and Arts Festival in Miami, Florida, that's 3rd and June 4th. I'll also be speaking on a panel. The Roxbury International Film Festival, which is June 17th through uh, June 28th. We don't have a specific date. And then the Narrow Way Film Festival in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, July 17th and 18th. I'll be teaching my business of acting workshops and Steps of Faith will be screening. Um, and then, of course, Queens of Drama is going to air uh, the 26th of uh, April right at, on Pop TV right after the daytime Emmys. It's going to be a, a one-hour special. We are so super excited about it. And, you know, it's, it's a labor of love. And um, you, you'll see the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you're busy and you're inspirational and you just have so much uh, to give everyone. And... Uh... And good good luck with everything that you're doing. Thank you. And, you know, just to, to end this, I just want to say, um, you know, this business has a lot of ups and downs as well as I'm sure everyone's business. Um, trust your instincts and your gut on whatever it is that you want to do in life. Go after your dreams. Go after your goals. Um, I, I really feel like God told me to move to Atlanta in the midst of being, you know, It was people would have thought it was insane to move from L.A. to Atlanta. And I packed up in 12 days and I left. And from that moment, I have not stopped working since. All of these, you know, projects that I've done, I mean, it's it has been an incredible year and a half. And my point of saying saying all of that is go after your dreams. Don't give up. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And when I decided to move to Atlanta, I didn't share it with anyone because I didn't want anyone to make me second guess what my gut, my instinct, and what God was telling me to do. And because I made that choice and decision and I walked out on faith, I have not stopped working since. 
So don't give up. Go after your dreams and listen to your gut. And that's it. For more interviews with Outtakes, follow me on Twitter at Laurie's Outtakes or like my Facebook page at Outtakes and Blog Talk Radio. Until next time. (laughs) Thank you.